They said it was forbidden. They said it was dangerous. They were right. Introducing the paranoid American homunculus owner's manual. Dive into the arcane, into the hidden corners of the occult. This isn't just a comic. It's a hidden tome of supernatural power. All original artwork illustrating the groundbreaking research of Juan Ayala, one of the only living homunculologists of our time. Learn how to summon your own homunculus, an enigma wrapped in the fabric of reality itself, their power at your fingertips, their existence, your secret. Explore the mysteries of the Aristotelian, the spiritual, the Paracelsian, the Crowleyan homunculus, ancient knowledge lost to time, now unearthed in this forbidden tale. This comic book holds truths not meant for the light of day, knowledge that was buried, feared, and shunned. Are you ready to uncover the hidden, the paranoid American homunculus owner's manual, not for the faint of heart, available now from Paranoid American. Get your copy at tjojp.com or paranoidamerican.com today. Episode of the Juan and Juan podcast. Today, I'm your host, Juan, and today we have a special guest, David Weiss. I said it right, right? You did. You got it. All right. Awesome. We're going to be talking about something today that I visited before, and it always seems to trigger people for some odd reason. When <laughs> you can, the whole thing and, and the dogma around this subject, we're going to talk about a little bit. We might get into religion, we might get into conspiracies, and obviously, we're going to be talking about a conspiracy, but this conspiracy, when you talk to people about it, they lose their shit. But you can come out and say, hey, 9-11 was an inside job. And people, yeah, yeah, that is an inside job. Well, the earth is flat. No, the fuck it's not. It's like if you say that their God isn't real, it's almost the same thing. So David, <laughs> can you share your, your social media or anything that you want to share for the people where they can find your work? And I can post that in the description as well before we dive into it, because I really want to talk to you about this. <laughs> yeah, my um, my. Uh... YouTube is the initials for Deep Inside the Rabbit Hole. It's just D-I-T-R-H, the initials for Deep Inside the Rabbit Hole. And um, my podcast is The Flat Earth Podcast. And I also have an app which uh, will help you understand what the flat earth is because the people that are upset at what they think it is um, don't really, they have a misconception of what it is and they really don't even know what the globe model is. So. We'll dive into that as we go along and uh, see what happens. And so to kick off the show, this is a question I ask everybody for first time guest. Who is David Weiss? Who is David Weiss? I am I am a guy. I was, I was a successful businessman. I was in corporate America. Um, I started my own company about seven years ago, ran that for you know five or six years and uh the flat earth kind of got a hold of me and I, and I realized that I got to leave, uh, walked away from a great company 
still a great company. I'm just no longer there. And I'm doing this full time, trying to spread uh, the light of the true earth to people. Because as we go along, for those of you that are new to this, you're going to throw up your hands and go, well, what does it matter? After we debunk point after point after point that you think proves the globe, you say, what difference does it make? And I'm going to tell you what difference it makes. So can you give us, before we get into all the nitty gritty stuff, can you give us, obviously, Flat Earth, it's in the name, but can you give us the gist and and just a simple breakdown before we get any more deeper into what Flat Earth is? What is the Flat Earth model? So, sure, let me uh, me share my screen here. Um, I'm going to show you a little model of how it works, what it is, and... um, It'll take about two minutes. I'll go through it. You can stop me at any time. Um, can you see that? I cannot. You have to. You have to I've got it up. You got to just activate it. Let me double check. Oh, yes, yes. There you there go. go. Yep. Okay. So you got to think of, clear your head of what you think the Earth is and the Flat Earth. Because if you looked into Flat Earth uh, by Googling it, you ended up at the Flat Earth Society and that showed you a disc floating in space and a whole bunch of other bullshit. And none of that is what any of us believe. So um, that's a gatekeeping government controlled site to control your mind and make you laugh at flat earth. The flat earth is like a big lake in Kansas. Imagine a lake 10 miles across, a circular lake. And inside that lake, you have all of these islands and all of these islands are the continents. In the center of the lake, you have um, a North Pole. Just imagine a big, tall, magnetic mountain in the center of that lake and um you can circle the lake if i turn on this compass here you can you can circle the lake east and west those are circles like i'm here in america and if i want to go west 270 degrees i'm following my compass i think i'm going straight but i'm turning i'm going 270 degrees west 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 i'm back to where i went i circumnavigated that does not prove that the Earth is flat because it works the same on a globe. I can go mm-hmm. east, 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 all the way around, back to where I was. I can even go from you know the United States in a straight line. I'm going north, 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 north. I pass the center. I'm now going south, even though I'm going in a straight line. I'm over in Japan, Indonesia, um, and I just crossed over the North Pole. That's not circumnavigation either. That's not proving either. You can do that on a ball and a flat Earth. What you can't do on a flat Earth is go south from, let's say I go from uh, Santiago, Chile, I go south and pop over in New Zealand. Or I go from uh, Johannesburg and I go south, which is any way away from the center, and pop up over in New Zealand. You can't do that on a flat earth. And the funny thing is, nobody's ever done it. Nobody's ever gone south circumnavigation. Yeah. Okay. So just real quick how the model works is... Antarctica is the highest land on Earth. So it's holding, it's the shoreline of this world lake. Here is the shoreline of Antarctica that holds in the, war, the waters of the world. It's, they call, some people call it the ice wall. It's not the ice wall like, uh, like the ice wall on Game of Thrones. It's the shoreline. And it's higher than all of the other land on Earth. You get there, there's a 200 high foot ice wall. And then you get up and there's this ice plain that goes on for hundreds of miles. And then there's a mountain range that's taller than Everest, okay, that surrounds the whole thing. So what's beyond there? We don't know. It's off limits, and we can talk about that if you want in a little bit. But so you have this, this uh, lake. The water lays flat. Water's, you know, the earth is 70% water. What large bodies of water at rest lay flat. 
So the sun, I'm going to speed it up, circles around once every 24 hours. There's your 24-hour time zones. And it laps the moon. You can see it's getting a little ahead of the moon there. Um, it laps the moon once every 28 days. Okay. And that sets up all of uh um that sets up all of the phases of the moon. If I slow it down and I turn on the stars, the stars are going at almost the same speed as the sun, but those fixed stars, um, all the constellations, they're going slightly faster. So they lap the sun once a year. That way the sun will move into um, the the sign that's right behind it. It'll move into each constellation about once a month because uh, it's going slightly faster. So that's why the sun is in a sign for about a month out of the 12 signs um, throughout the year. So the stars keep track of the seasons. The moon keeps track of the months. That The sun keeps track of the hours. The, the sky is a perfect clock. Um, and if we lived in this crazy nonsensical beehive heliocentric mess, none of that would work. Uh, we'll get into that in a minute. Um, so on this app, I can turn on, I can turn on um, the world time and this will show you, this ring will show you right now it's 9 a.m. in Eastern Australia and it's, you know, it's 5 a.m. in uh, South Africa and, and right here in the United States, it's 6 p.m. for me. And this so, is your app, you said, right? Yeah, this is my app. It's called the Flatter Sun, Moon, and Zodiac Clock app. And the reason I'm pushing this app is because this app will teach you about the flat Earth because Google will not teach you about it. They you, Five years ago, you used to be able to search and see all the great flat Earth information out there. But now it's all hidden. And you'll get just propaganda. You get flat Earth society. You'll get nonsense. You'll get hit pieces. You'll get National Geographic uh, lie, pieces where they're, where they're clearly lying. But... um. In the app, I have the frequently asked question page and, you know, you can say, you know, hey, where's the edge? Or, you know, what about ships over the horizon? That proves that the earth is flat. Or, you know, um, you know, are, are all the pilots in on it? Or, you know, why the lie? That's going to be, that's the big one. And if you click any one of these, not up comes not only one video, but a whole playlist of videos that answer those questions. So all of your questions are answered there. It also has... Um, you know, other other flatter shows, other shows that will give you good information. You know, on the top right corner, we got Crow 777 Radio, better than any college university. If you want to learn the ways of the world, you have Globusters 24-7 in the upper left area. Um, you got stuff about mud floods, biblical flat earth for people that want to know, like, how does this relate to the Bible? Um, it's truly amazing. Different playlists for different languages um, for your non-English speaking friends. And the um, so real quick, let me just show you how the seasons work, and then I'll I'll stop screen sharing. So right now we're heading to the 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 the, the um, winter solstice. The sun will be at its farthest point, not its lowest point, but its farthest point from us in the inner north. Um, it's going over this outer yellow line on December 21st, and that's the Tropic of Capricorn. We've all heard that, but it's not a, a circle at the bottom of the ball. It's a circle on the outer edge you know, of the tropical zone. And then six months later, if I jump the sun six months in a, into the future, it'll be over the Tropic of Capricorn on June 21st. Right now it's June 15th, according to this, and it's right over the Tropic of 
of cancer. I'm sorry, it's the Tropic of Cancer. And it's the inner northern summer because the sun is closer. And because it's closer, it looks higher in the sky. We have longer days. Just jump back out to uh, today's date. Um, we're having our winter now because the sun is far from us and the outer southern lands are having their summer. It's very simple. It has nothing to do with the slight little tilt of the earth. If you want to talk about that more, the tilt of the earth doesn't cause seasons. So here's the last thing on this. On the bottom left, it says um, every day there's a new featured video. You know, you click the video. Um, I do short ones during the week, longer ones on the weekend. I say take the Flat Earth App Challenge. Watch a video a day for two weeks, and you will know you don't live on a spinning ball flying through an infinite universe. Um, and your whole life will change. And what happens well, is um, I'll get emails from people saying, hey, I uh, I watched you on the, the, the Juan on Juan podcast, and I bought your stupid app. And I took the challenge, but I didn't want to wait. So I hit that little red button next to the feature video uh, to go into the archives. And up comes all of uh, all of the videos that were, as it loads, um, all of the videos over the last month. And if you hit that little hamburger at the top, all of the other months, I haven't slept in two days. My partner thinks I'm insane. <laughs> uh, I hate you. You know, what do I do now? And I say, welcome to Flat Earth. And um, this is the beginning of more. Um, the last thing is, if you click the weather up top here, it brings you the dark sky. Everybody needs a weather app. Um, all sorts of stuff. You can There's customizable backgrounds. If you go into settings, I can pick a different background. Um, you could also go down and you could share it with a friend. You can check out the t-shirt shop. I got great stuff, including this COVID-19 uh, um, t-shirt. Yeah, I'm going to have to pick one of those up. That's pretty dope. Yeah. And there's all sorts of ways to customize it. Um, you know, you can turn the sounds on and off. You go to Fahrenheit. You can hide the countdown timer, and uh, you just customize. You can customize um, the way it looks and what it does. It's two dollars and ninety nine cents, and you get everything. Um, and that's that's it. Um, and I recommend for those of you that have it, share it with a friend because there's nothing better than turning into a loved one or a good friend into a flat earther. Would you agree with that? <laughs> so <laughs> that's a lot to digest, David. And yeah, and it's, I so, went fast there. Sorry about that. Yeah, let's let's talk about this as far as because my whole take on this is. Mm -hmm. Obviously, it's history. It's his story. So the to the victor, the spoils. And it seems that everybody throughout all of history that has had something else to say as far as the main narrative has either been killed or pretty much that's it, right? So some people overtake others, et cetera, et cetera. But the point is they always try to silence the people who say otherwise from the, from the, the mainstream thing. So my issue with the globe, and again, I, I, I have a big ass telescope behind me and I have a picture of a nebula because I've, I've personally I've seen the celestial bodies firsthand. Right. I've done astrophotography yep, and and it's just hard for me. And I mean, I, I did the episode with uh, with Mark and to begin. So. What is what are the celestial bodies as far as from the flat earth model perspective? Good, good, good question. And the answer is because we can't get up there, we don't know how big they are, how far they are, what they're made of. We don't know anything. The only thing that you can honestly, truthfully um, say is that they're lights. 
Um, and I don't mean like a light bulb. I mean, they're lights because there's light coming off of them. That's all we can say. Now, if you think about it, you know, they tell us Mars, this dusty, dirty, you know, planet um, is reflecting sunlight. Now, Mars is way farther from the sun than the Earth is. So the sun is way smaller. So it gets a lot less light than we can. But somehow that light is able to reflect off the dusty, dirty surface and come back and shine down on Earth where Mars looks brighter than any star in the sky. Think about yeah. that. It makes zero sense. No, I'm with you on that because the problem with these conglomerates of, of companies and these entities, right? These governmental entities and all these corporations is that we're only hearing what from one source. I can't go up into space and confirm for you that the world sure. is round, right? I'm only right. being fed. And I just find it hard to believe that in two weeks, you can undo this whole indoctrination. Oh, no, of, no, no, of no, whole, no, no. You know what I mean? So for the my the two weeks where I where I dove in is that what you're talking about? Yeah, the the challenge, the challenge. Yeah, yeah. So no, the two weeks will tell you there's something wrong with the ball. Oh. I, I took two weeks and I tried to prove the globe. That's how I became a flat earther. If you take it seriously and try to prove the globe, you're done. You're toast. You're a flat earther, uh, whether you want to be or not. Um, a lot of people will just you know they can't handle the emotional strain of that. But let's just look at the people that tell us the Earth is a globe. These people right here, these guys that went to this dusty, dirty ball, the moon, okay? But when we have a full moon, it's this bright, okay? This bright, bright moon is, we could read by it in the middle of, you know, yeah. away from the city lights. It's that bright. Yeah. So when you light up a, uh, a, a ball with a single source light, the sun, the ball of moon, it has a hot spot and then it should fade out. But that's not what we see. This moon is lit edge to edge, almost like there's a light inside of it. And it's like a light bulb, but I'm not saying that's what it is. I'm saying the moon is not reflecting sunlight. It is its own light, okay? It is it is producing a cold light, which is a whole nother topic. But yeah. if you learn about the inverse square law of light, if you go half the distance to the moon, it's four times as bright. If you go half that distance to the moon, it's 16 times as bright. If you go half that distance, it's 64 times. It quadruples every time you half the distance. Okay, that's called the inverse square law of light. And the same thing is when you go away, it um, it cuts down by, uh, by four times. So if you look at the moon, at the brightness it is, if it was one lumen, which it's, this is this moon is way brighter than one lumen, um, and you went all the way up to 100 miles to the moon, it would be like 10 million lumens, which yeah. would melt your eyeballs and cook you. Okay. So, so your argument is they wouldn't have been able to take that picture on there because they would be at the light source. Is, it is would be. Well, no, if it was reflecting sunlight, whatever. I'm not saying what it is. I'm saying for us to see the moon, the brightness that we see it, it would have to almost be the it, it would have to be 10 million lumens. I forget the number. Yeah. It might have been 20 million lumens, whatever it is. It's a ridiculous number. And right right here, you know, he's in a dusty, dirty ball. So so. That shows deception right there, okay? Here's two photos of um, from, from of Pluto, all right? So of NASA- Jupiter. Of Jupiter, I'm sorry. Thank you for correcting me. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the first one is NASA took this in 2016 and said, look, we saw these amazing auroras. Look at this aurora we took. I mean, you have to laugh, even if you don't know how to use Photoshop, on um, what a crappy shit job that is. But the problem is, the one, the picture that the NASA, these are both NASA photos. 
from two years earlier, if you lay these over each other, every single little crinkle storm cloud is exactly the same. And NASA is telling us that those bands are spinning in different directions. Those storms are moving, that it's a gaseous, liquid, crazy planet, and nothing changed in two years. It would change in two minutes. Yeah. Okay. That tells you NASA is lying. Did you know that um, um, Pluto, the planet, it was discovered the same year Pluto, the dog, was created? <laughs> right? No, I didn't know that. I didn't yeah. Know that. Um, I, I I don't have the, the Pluto picture handy, but I'll, I'll do it. This is the picture that was on everyone's iPhone. It was called the blue marble. Mm -hmm. And everybody thought it was a photo of the Earth. But if you look at all of these clouds, they're stepped and repeated. You know, those are the same clouds, the same clouds. Okay? The same clouds. They're, they're, these are just some of them. Um, and the guy, the NASA visual artist that made it, Robert Simmons, said in an interview that he made it from strips of data. He created it. He hit Command Z a lot. Yeah. Um, so they admit they have no photos of Earth. Okay. They admit they they lie about the the photos of other planets. What else do you need to know that everything that NASA tells you is a lie? I I can get behind that. I'm a hundred percent behind that. I've talked about the the government being. Yeah. It's not out of the norm. We we've caught the government lying <laughs> before. We've caught the government doing fucked up shit to its people before. We that that's been proven. MK Ultra. You have the Tuskegee experiment. You have the government trying to insinuate wars with the Bay of Pigs. You have the, the 2003 Baghdad with weapons of mass destruction. That's a whole another conspiracy theory on its own. But why would what is what is it about the round earth? And this is what I always think about just to go deeper into it. What is it about the round earth that they why would they hide that? Why would they they Good question. intentionally hide the, the, the you know, the, the earth? The, why would they mislead us to think that the earth is round versus a flat model? What is the, the reasoning behind that? Do we have to go there right now? We have to, because when I think about all this, everything you're saying, I'm 100% on board with you. I can, I'm, this is what I talk about all the time on the show. I want to go there. deeper, and I want to understand it on a deeper level. First, this is the latest picture of Pluto, this one I'm pointing to, okay? <laughs> the, the, the Cassini space, spacecraft, I think it was that, doesn't matter because they're all fake, uh, was going at 60,000 miles an hour, way out at Jupiter, where, where at that distance, the sun looks like a star. And it was well enough lit at 60,000 miles an hour to take that photo, which happens to have this little outline on it, which kind of resembles Pluto more than just a little. Okay. Yeah. Right. This is an official photo from NASA. Right. I believe that that NASA, the whole reason that they're named NASA is because they couldn't name themselves the, the Nazis. Right. That, that they, they, they couldn't intentionally say Nazis. They had a, well, I mean, what's oh, the that's, it, that's interesting. That's interesting. Um, NASA is a fake agency. It's a Hollywood studio. They don't launch anything into space except little model rockets and blimps. Um, that's a whole nother show. Um, but, you know, they feed us cartoons. They they admit they don't have any photographs. They never use a, the word, the name, the word photograph. They use the word picture and image because those aren't photographs and they hate lying. Um but they're they're deceiving us. So we can jump into why why would they lie? Um, and the answer is because they want you to feel insignificant. They want you to think that you are a random accident in a infinite universe spinning out of control 
uh, on a speck of dust with billions of others of specks just like yours, um, where an asteroid could take you at any second, where resources are low, where there's no no other place to go, and you are powerless accident freak of nature versus knowing that you are at the center of creation, that you are special, that you are powerful, um, and that we are here having a soul's journey where there is more. Um, there's probably more land. There's more continents. There's other worlds across the Earth plane. You know, extraterrestrials are people from the extra terra across the lands beyond Antarctica. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can that. get behind it. It's like, uh, what's that movie, The Truman Show? The, the, I was going to say that. There's nothing else to discover, Truman. It's all been discovered. You know, yeah, what's and, the quote that he says? He, he uh, does the, at, the, at the very end. It's like, you only believe whatever you're given. Uh, yeah, the, the, the creator from the moon, very interesting, said, um, you, are, you believe the world that's presented to you. Yeah, let me find that quote. Cool, yeah. I, I love that. That's a really good movie. And so... <sighs> You talked about the 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 spaceships and the satellites. So, what is it that that they're launching up into? Is it still considered the atmosphere? Can we call it the atmosphere? Or you I, well, you know, the atmosphere suggests a circle. But you know, if you believe that there's a dome, and I think there's some sort of dome over us, you you can count that. You can say atmosphere. I don't need to change that word. Some people call it the atmosphere plane, but um, there is, you know. How, they tell us space is a vacuum, okay? And that if there's a hole in the spaceship, you know, all the air gets sucked out and you die, yeah. okay? But it breaks the second law of thermodynamics. So the second law of th thermodynamics says you can't have high pressure next to low pressure, let alone a vacuum, without a physical barrier, okay? You can't do it. So we live in a high pressure world and, and they're next to a infinite most powerful vacuum that we can't even recreate on earth without, you know, the, the NASA's vacuum chamber has 11 foot thick walls of lead, you know, so it doesn't impact implode on itself and they still can't get it to the vacuum that they say space is. Why doesn't the vacuum of space just suck all the air off the earth? And the only answer the globe believers have is gravity. Gravity is holding down the air, you know, and it gets thinner and thinner until there's no air. That's bullshit because at any altitude, I can get a straw, I can point it down, I can just, with the weak vacuum of my lungs, suck in some air, or even suck up some water, which is heavier than air, and pull it up and away from gravity effortlessly, okay? Yeah. So gravity is not holding the air down. We are in, you know, the way I look at it is, you ever see a bubble on the bottom, like, you know, if you a, a pot of water and you got a bubble on the bottom, like when you're boiling water, there's bubbles on the bottom? Yeah. We live in that bubble, you know? Uh, we, we, you know, I think that space is, is liquid of some sort, at least that's what it appears to be. That's what, uh, you know, many things point to the Bible on the first place of the page of the Bible. Not that I'm a Bible guy, but it says that the God separated the waters from the waters with the firmament. Um, there's lots of evidence of this. I don't believe space is a vacuum though. So do we actually need a physical barrier? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, and that, that quote was, we accept the reality of the world with which we're presented. It's exactly. as simple as that. And that's yes. the, from the Truman Show. Awesome movie. Yeah. And so, yeah, there's also the plasma universe theory, which like you're saying, it's almost like when that you... Ties in. 
when you when you separate water and oil, it doesn't mix. So you, you've got that barrier almost. Is that what you're trying to get at like that? Well, if you look at the, the bubble on the bottom of a pot of water, there's really no physical barrier there. It's just the water separating uh, from the water below, you know, from the bottom of the pan, uh, which is the earth. And um, it's holding up the water. The pressure is holding up the water. Think about this. When does the when does it rain? It rains when we have low pressure. A hurricane is really low pressure, and then the water really. So they, comes so they say. <laughs> yeah, well, no, that's measurable. When there's low pressure, there's a lot of rain that comes in. So maybe that water is coming from the clouds. I mean, if you've been in a real heavy rainstorm, that's a lot of water. You get a bucket of water, five gallon bucket of water. That's heavy as fuck, yeah. right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, those clouds that planes can fly right through, <laughs> you know. Are, are, are trillions of pounds of water? Are you fucking kidding me? Do you me? know how much a how much a cloud weighs? A million. Well, they say m- millions and millions of tons. Yeah, and it's but like that's it's not true. It's fucking floating above you. I was I was out fishing with a friend of mine. He's like, you know how much that cloud weighs? I was like, I don't know. We Google it. Was like, how you said millions of tons or something like that. It, I'm like, and, and if you next time you fly through a, a cloud, watch the windows on the plane. They barely get damp. Yeah. Okay, you're not flying through water. You know, it's it's nonsense. So there is a transition up there between the waters above and the reality below. Again, I don't know how it works, but when there's low pressure, these these um, these rivers of water come out of the sky and then they hit those high winds and they get scattered and you have these yeah. storms. Have you ever been in a hurricane? It comes down in sheets and rivers. It's crazy. Well, I'm in um, Florida, man. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you know, you know what a heavy rain is, and that shit's not just floating above your head willy nilly. So again, they're lying about everything. They're lying about the water. They're going to tell us there's a water shortage soon. There's not a water shortage. You know, the clouds, the, the the evaporation, condensation, and precipitation is secondary water. Primary water is below us and above us. It's it's infinite in nature. You know, Gaddafi discovered pump primary water and was pumping it all over Africa until we blew it up. Is um, that why he's dead? That's why he's dead. You know about the well, Great Man Made River? I didn't know about that. Yeah, so Gaddafi, check this out. Let's let's sidetrack just for a second because but it's what we're talking about about people who want to make a change. They get silenced some way or another. Yeah, so this is what wars are all about. Wars are about stopping people from knowing our true origins. Um, can we talk about Gaddafi for two minutes? Yeah, go ahead. So Gaddafi was uh, in his search for oil and his oil-rich company country um, discovered uh, an infinite. Uh, pristine ancient waters deep underneath the desert. And so he started the largest aquifer project in the history, in the known history of mankind. And he was building these, these aquifer pipes, you know, that you could literally drive trucks through, you know, dug into the desert. And he was pumping water all across Africa. He was any family that wanted to start a farm. He, he would give them, you know, tractors, seeds, land, water, um, you know, everything you need, everything you need to grow organic farms. And these organic farms were popping up all over Africa. He was going to feed all of Africa. It took him 40 years to complete this. And then Hillary Clinton and gang went in and blew it up with depleted uranium bombs. Okay. It's uh, on my channel, D-I-T-R-H. Um, there's a video called, uh, just look up Gaddafi, Great Man-Made River. Five minute video. Uh, you'll get... You, it'll it'll tear you apart when you see what what really happened, and that is being wiped from the internet. It's so hard to find the information about these farms. So, uh, you know, Gaddafi, we were all shown. You know, I'm a little older than you. 
um, just he was a horrible man and he spoke at yeah. the UN and you I don't understand um, whatever language he speaks Libyan and uh, and the, he's got that angry look on his face he's an evil dictator we're told yeah. right and everyone just thought he was horrible and stories about him raping girls all nonsense Gaddafi walks through his streets and people hug him not for fear of death because they love him he was the great probably in my mind the greatest leader of all time and um his his speech that the news put off as just this horrible dictator basically was saying that the new world order is going to take over the world with a virus in the you know in the in the twentieth and nineteenth century or twentieth century whatever we are fuck out of here where where is that yeah, I have it, to look into that what is it, it just check out my channel I have a Gaddafi playlist the um and, and you can also check out I think it's on stoplookthink.com. And under a Muammar Gaddafi page. Um, That's fucking wild. Dude, it's unfucking real. What a what an awesome guy. And he was pissed. And so he's the first one that broke away from the petrodollar, you know, because we had a, a deal that all oil had to be traded through the US dollars. And he's like, fuck that. And he was doing it for golden R. So that, along with you know, discovering primary water and, and feeding the world. Um, they they couldn't have that because if people could sustain themselves, they wouldn't need the government. Well, that's why again Nikola Tesla was onto something. Maybe he had some Tartarian knowledge of some sort, and he was able to tap into go. the 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 ether, right? And that's why J.P. Morgan cut off his funding, and Edison took all the credit for all his work. I'm you know I'm familiar with that, but a question because I like when when conspiracy theories and our arguments, conspiracy arguments, when they when they connect is hollow earth and flat earth related can they be so so hollow earth you're thinking of a hollow ball with a world inside a ball again that's ball thinking you have to clear that out of your head what makes more sense is is there an underworld very possibly i believe that there is i mean there's definitely mud flooded underworlds what's yeah. below that um so you know how you know um everybody looks in their science books and says the you know the world the 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 there's the cross section of the earth where it shows all the different layers and the molten man, mantle and you know magnetic core that's all bullshit it's all made up nonsense because the deepest hole ever dug on a flat earth or a ball earth doesn't matter the deepest hole ever dug eight miles no just short of eight miles yeah. and what did what happened at eight miles they hit an impenetrable barrier an impenetrable barrier so maybe that's the firmament of the underworld. Okay, and there's some crazy stories of like screaming noises, like yeah. from hell coming out of there. Uh, again, it wasn't there. Don't know, um, but I, I've heard a recording of it, and it, it, it's really well done fakery of something. Or if it's real, it sounds just like what hell would be. Um, but maybe that's where the underworld was. If you think about the flat Earth bill mock up. Um, it makes more sense that there's layers underneath us and layers above us. The highest rocket that was ever shot up um, was the Go Fast rocket. It went 73 miles. It was going super fast, spinning, and all of a sudden, it went kerplunk into a thicker medium. I don't want to say it's water, um, but it's a thicker, viscous medium it hit. And then while it was floating and turning from Arizona, by the way, it was shot in Arizona, it saw the moon. Well, the problem is, the moon was directly over Australia when that happened. Okay. How quickly did they, did they turn that off? 
Well, no, that that you know, people didn't notice it. I mean, it, it's out; it's still on the internet. But that was, a, it was done by an amateur rocket. So, yeah. Um, you know, I don't know, you know, if they what they put out there on purpose, what what slips out there. I I, I think that honestly was a slip. But again, I'm not there, so I don't know. So, and you'd know more about this than me because again, I've I've dove into flat earth before but not nothing too crazy just enough to just just i know just enough to be dangerous right because i'm right. i'm up to to par with with religion and there's different depictions and there's all these pre-1600 map pre-1600 the year 1600 maps that show different parts of the world that aren't around anymore and they just they attribute that to to errors uh, we have obviously the Tartarian argument where there was this big empire, but then after that, it's like, oh, it was they all committed errors. It's like, well, did they really, or did all these wars that were happening all at the same were they all happening all at the same time? Because the whole thing with with the government, and we can we can get into that as far as as and again, it gets kind of controversial because you start talking about the Jesuits and all that shit. But at the end of the day, time itself, uh, Joseph Scaliger, which created uh, uh Scaligerian chronology literally created the AD and BC system. That was a Jesuit priest, but I'm saying it was a man. You know what I mean? It was one guy who created right. and, and is able to keep, because how would you know? Like I saw this, this article yesterday. It said that there's a computer that can compute 2.6 billion years in four minutes. What do you know what 2.6 billion years is? How do you know that in one light year, there's 7 trillion miles? How is it that the Palladian star system is the closest system to the Earth by 200 light years away, but then it all looks all the same? You can have a map of the galaxy. They literally came out with a map of the galaxy, but you can't figure out COVID on Earth? Get it's the fuck all, out of here. It's all, it's all nonsense. If you look at it, it's cartoons, theories, equations, and lies. It, it, it's nonsense. You said you had a picture you know, of the so-and-so galaxy. No, you have a picture of some light up in the sky within yeah. the Earth system. Everything we see in the sky is within the Earth system. Um, you know, they say that, that the, you know, we've known for 500 years, Aristophanes figured it out with sticks and shadows. Well, guess what? Aristophanes is a made-up story inserted into Rockefeller textbooks in the 1980s. That story didn't exist before the 1980s, okay? It's, it's all nonsense. I interviewed a woman in January of this year, 102 years old. I was interviewing her about the World's Fairs. I wasn't even wow. recording it. I was just, uh, she actually, go to it? What's that? No, she went to it and she remembered it. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah. So I, I was talking to her and uh, she also was telling me about her fifth birthday party where Susie was upset about the coconut cake or whatever. And Susie had a pink dress on. And I'm like, wow, I don't remember my fifth birthday. And then I was like, wow. She was around back. We had we had interviewed um, a woman from Croatia who said that she was taught that the Earth was flat in the 1930s, and uh, in school. So I said, uh, "Where?" I asked her where she went to school. She told me the name of the school, her teacher, her kindergarten teacher, who was in her class. She remembered all of this shit. And I said, "What did they teach you in science class about the Earth?" And I had never mentioned flat Earth. And she goes, "They taught me the Earth was flat, but then they, you know, changed it a couple of years later." In the 1920s, in America, in Connecticut, in public schools, they were teaching flat Earth. Everyone in the world knew the Earth was flat in the 1920s. And it wasn't until World War I, World War II, and all the other nonsense that they put out there that they destroyed history. The, the world's fairs were, I believe, were built by Tatarians, okay? Yeah. 
And it was the, it was the, and then they destroyed those amazing, incredible buildings. Plus acres of, of just beautiful architecture just destroyed. Right. And there's, there's so much proof out there still that will um, teach you about Tataria, you know, in the, in the app on that second page on the, the more resources page, bottom right corner, there's a Tataria button, amazing stuff in there. And it, it changes all the time. So anybody that uh, gets that, um, check it out. Here's I got some maps, different ideas of what the flat Earth looks like. You know, this blue one right here um, shows an outer ring outside of our world with more continents. Okay, and perhaps that the sun and the moon out there. Some speculate as Mars and Venus. Mars is a sun in the outer realm. Okay, so again, the the, the reason I asked you about if hollow earth or or yeah hollow earth and and flat earth if they relate because obviously antarctica i always found it interesting that they would limit us to write this this place that nobody owns nobody can ever own because of this treaty that they signed nobody's ever you know you can't go out there unguided right you can't venture out and and there's even talks about pyramids and all this craziness out there and it's like why would they why would they do that? Like, why would they, you know what I mean? Yeah. So and Antarctica, um, they don't want you to go there because if you go there, you will um, understand that you don't live on a ball. The answers are in Antarctica. So, you know, the, the people that, that are, are having cognitive dissonance right now and screaming, everyone, there's thousands of people that go there. Well, there's 15 different companies where you can charter a, uh, not charter, you can go on a tour of Antarctica. Well, those 15 companies are owned by the same guy. So there's really only one company uh, posing as 15 different companies. It'll cost you ten dollars to $20,000 to go for just a couple of days. Um, you go there, and they'll bring you right to the edge of the shoreline. They'll just bring you to the shoreline and then they'll show you some penguins. They'll bring you a couple miles out south. They'll show you a pole on the ground. They'll tell you it's a south pole, but you can't verify it because compasses don't work and GPS doesn't work. And, uh, and that's it. There's no independent travel. The Antarctic Treaty was made in 1957. And all the countries in the world, with all the bullshit going on in the world, signed on and said, we must protect the ice and the penguins. We can't drop a cigarette butt down here. It has to stay pristine, right? And that's insane because environmentalism wasn't even a thing. And, you know, to this very day, we can cut down the Amazon forest and plant palm oil trees, right? It, it's, it's absolute insanity. This treaty is stays in place and cannot be questioned by any individual or any corporation until the year 2041. All right. 2041. Yeah. You can't you even question. in the treaty. It says you can't question the treaty. Okay. And, and so you can't just go to Antarctica. Um, it, logistically, it's almost, it's impossible. But if you want to um, plan a, an exploration in Antarctica, you got to fill out a ton of paperwork. It costs you about $200,000 in applications. And then when they deny you, they keep your money. Okay. Wow. So it, it's, uh, we have a video on the app under the 21 questions under what about Antarctica? It's called, sorry, Antarctica is closed. And one of our uh, researchers who's a lawyer, he did all of the research through all of the documents and showed you why it's impossible to go to Antarctica and explore independently. So, And uh, another question. So that's the South Pole, Antarctica. Obviously, we can't go there. What What's the reasoning and, and, and what's the reason behind the North Pole shifting? And, and supposedly they have to adjust that every so often. What's yeah. up with that? 
Have you ever have you ever seen the North Pole shift? Or have I've been told. The, 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 the COVID, the people that are telling you COVID is a thing, they're the ones that told you, okay? Wow. Yeah, the same, as I posted on my Instagram, it was like the same people that want you that want you to believe the elections weren't rigged are the same people that want you to believe that Jeffrey Epstein killed himself. Right. right. Those are, those, they're the same, they're the, the reptilian-esque people that, that, that rule everything and they just sit there. And is, is the United Nations flag, is that flat earth? Is yeah, that the flat earth? Flat earth, right there. I mean, in your face. So, so check out this uh, this map I'm showing you right here. This is the world record, Guinness Book of World Record for circumnavigation. If you follow that trail there, he basically just goes down into um, into uh, Antarctica and then turns around and comes back. This is. Let me show you what it looks like on a real map. Okay, so this is uh, this is the 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 trip that they went. So hold on, it's coming up. So they went from they went from the North Pole, you know, they, they went all the way down south. They went down to Antarctica. They went out a couple hundred miles or whatever that distance is. They turned around, came back. Then they went, this is backwards, so it's hard for me. They went all over, all the way over here to New Zealand. Then they went back to the United States. I can't really point. I'm not good at this. And then up and around. And that counts as circumnavigation. That's the world record for circumnavigation. That's the actual path that they took. Again, who was, who was that person that did that? Um, I forget the name off the top of my head. You can look it up. I think it's called uh, Z Pilot or something. Um, it was, you know, paid for by the elite. It's all bullshit. Um, nobody crosses over Antarctica. You know, if um, if you want to fly from New Zealand, uh, not from New Zealand, from uh, from South. Um, from the tip of Santiago, South America, and you go over to Australia, which is right behind me here. So Australia, I, I yeah, you can't see because the name out of the way. But um, yeah, it goes all the way up, oh, into the north, on and all the way back down. That's on a ball. That makes absolutely no sense. When the truth is, this is the the real path. This is the same flight path. Um, on that, you know, converted on a flat earth map. It's a straight line. That's how you go to those places. Um, there's also another route that they take. They do sometimes go around the outside, you know, yeah. around the around the, the long way because there's super high speed winds out there, um, you know, two, 200 miles an hour plus that they can get a tailwind on. And then they have these special planes that can fly, you know, six, 700 miles an hour at, you know, that, that brings you up to a ground speed of 900 miles an hour. And all of that makes sense, um, you know, with these flight times. So, so I don't know if you answered my question, what are they launching up into the, the flatosphere or whatever so, it is? <laughs> so you really want to trigger your audience, right? I do. I mean, this is what this show's all about triggering people. Yeah. So, oh man. <laughs> Cause um, Hey, I'm a big Elon Musk fan. I have stocks in Tesla. Oh, I love. Get, I love. Get out. Get, no, I'm not saying get, you know, <laughs> having stocks in Tesla that might be a good thing. But Elon Musk is a puppet who there's no. I don't like to think that he is. I don't like to think that they're using Project Starlink to to initiate Project Blue Beam and to use it as a a, a, a projection system that they already have. I, do you? So maybe is NASA and all these space agencies because. It, they talk about needing a space force. Is all this for the for the government to launder money or what the fuck? Because no, I mean, all where's all the money going? I've been to control your mind. It's all to control your mind. And wait, 
what was the question you asked me a minute ago that we're going to look into? Oh, the rockets. We're, we're going to get there in a second. So this is an official picture of Earth from NASA. Okay. And you can see we got the United States here. And I represented what we're seeing on the face of this globe with this circle here on this map. Okay. Yeah. All of the rest of this land is on the other side of that ball. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And 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 Elon Musk is involved in this. Elon Musk, he's the CEO of Tesla car of uh, Tesla Automotive. He's the CEO of the largest tunneling company. He's the CEO of the one of the most successful solar power companies. He's he was the CEO of PayPal. He's the CEO of um Oh, and he took over fucking NASA. Okay, he took yeah. over NASA, and he's building rockets that are going to. There's no way a team of twenty people could handle what he's supposedly handling. It's all bullshit. He's a he's a puppet. He's a, an idol to worship. He's a moron. You heard what he said when he launched his stupid fake car into space, right? Yeah, that, that looks fake as fuck. But I I don't know what did he say. He said you can tell it's real because it looks so fake. We would have better CGI, right? But but you see it, so. I have mixed feelings about when it comes to Elon Musk because I feel that I feel that because he's he's come out and he said a lot of of weird things as far as like with COVID and the simulation. Oh, that's to get you behind him again. It's like the flatter society. They throw out a little little piece to like, oh no, he's a good guy, you yeah. know, and then he then throws out some bullshit. Um, you know, it, it it's nonsense. Wow. I mean, I love I love Elon Musk. And then how about all the other guys? Uh, you got you have Virgin Galactic. You have also Amazon all, with all Jeff Bezos. I mean, if you, if you watch, we we break down these rocket launches they do. There, it's so it's it's so bad. The 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 CGI. It's so fucking horrible. It's so horrible. It's unbelievable. The, these vertical landings. You know, have you seen the vertical landings on the drone ships? Yeah, then they they cut out, you know, before it lands and all that. that, You got to remember that thing is like ten stories tall. It weighs like twenty tons or forty tons, empty. And that little bit of fire and those little milk crates are moving around. You know, are gonna are gonna steer it onto this tilting and this this drone ship that's heaving in the waves and it's gonna land upright. Are are you kidding me? You couldn't stand it. Hold what am on. I looking at? Because I'm in Florida. We have Kennedy Space Center. What am I yeah. looking at when I'm seeing this thing fly in the air and go up towards this space? This is why I wanted to do it on Zoom because I have videos I can pull up while I'm talking. So um, so I'm going to get into that in a second, but I'm just going to bring up this picture first. Okay, This is uh, we were all traumatized where every kid in the country was wheeled the television into their classroom when uh, the Challenger w- took off and uh, you know, because they had Krista McCullough, the teacher on there and everything. And uh, it blew up and every kid was traumatized and it could kick the can down the road because, you know, we're going to have hotels in space by, you know, the year 2000 and then 2010 and then 2014 and 2024 now and whatever. So all of these guys died, except we kind of found their twins that have the same name. They all work right. for universities. Okay. <laughs> They say they have, and that they're not the person that they're the identical twin. Okay, this guy Richard Scobie, um, he's got a company where the logo on his company is a flying cow with smoke coming out of its ass that does the same loop de loop that the smoke trail of the Challenger did. Okay, I mean he's trying to tell you something there, uh, but here's the thing: 
all right, so maybe NASA likes hiring astronauts that have twins so they can study like bone density of the one that went to space and the one that didn't. It's bullshit, but I'll give them that. Um, none of the twins showed up at any of their twins' funeral. None Wait, of them. So, so, none so, of them showed up. so Krista McCauley had a funeral and her identical twin did not show up at the funeral. Wait, so they had, they, they, it's proven they have identical twins? Well, you, you can deny it, but. There, you know, there, there's videos again on, I, I, we have the videos, um, you know, this, uh, this woman right here, she's a law professor at Yale. Okay. Skull and bones. And this is her when she went up and there's a video of both of them doing speeches, you know, her, when she was going into space and her at the, um, as a law professor, they have the same dimple, the same twerk in their tongue, the same teeth, the same voice, the same hand gestures, the same everything. Okay, there's zero chance it's not the same person, right? But these people are scamming you, right? So what goes up? Let's go back to uh, you know what goes up. This is hurting my this is hurting my head, David. Because I, I bet if you're talking about okay, and this is just NASA. Okay, we got to keep in mind that all these other countries have space programs, right? NASA, would that Jackson, mean uh, right. would that mean that all in bed together is this all just a live action role playing game and they're just they're just fucking with us and all these wars and all this shit is is just it's how many battles were uh how many people died in in, in the battles of the cold war I, I don't got a clue there was no battles nobody died there was no cold, oh, the war. cold war i mean the, yeah. yeah the cold war with russia there's nothing it's all mm-hmm. they're all in on it together if you look now uh, the chinese just landed a unmanned craft on the moon the other day just recently and they got dust and it came back did you watch it 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 w- looks worse than the original atari uh space invaders okay it's the dumbest crap ever and people just buy it people hear about it they don't go and look at it and when they look at it i don't know what happens to their brains they melt because it's the worst crap ever. It's worth South Park could do better animation, right? Yeah, <clears throat> what did you say? Who was it? The Chinese? The Chinese landed uh, landed on the moon just the other day. And it, if you watch the video, it's it's the most pathetic crap ever. So so let's talk about um, let's talk about what what goes up in the space. All right, so. They're launching something because you're seeing these things launch. But um, yeah. if you watch the, the when you you see something completely different than when you see on television and when you watch on television, watch you just go look up any launch. Um, there's three or four or five cuts before the thing basically, you know, clears the tower. They never show you one clip. It's a movie. Right. They show you close up and then far. Then, then it's up in the air and they zoom in on it. They never show you a one shot from the ground all the way up. Okay, and you can make excuses all you want, but they never show you that. This thing, and they also go up; they curve out, they go out over the Bermuda Triangle, restricted waters, and they either crash them or they blow them up in the sky. I don't know what they do, but they're out of view very quickly. Within a minute, you're watching CGI on the computer, on the television. Um, it's nonsense. The space shuttle never had any people on it. The space shuttle. This is this is the one that's going to freaking kill people, and this is where they're going to they're going to short circuit. But I have videos. They haven't already. 
you know, this, is, this is it. Ready? You know the external tank on the space shuttle, the big orange tank? Yeah. You know when the space shuttle takes off, it rolls over on its back? So the tank's on the top side and the space shuttle's on the bottom side? Do you oh, know why it rolls over? I don't know. Because that external tank is a blimp. Get the fuck out of here. NASA is the largest user of helium in the world. Okay. It's a blimp. You ever see how slow it takes off? Okay. Yeah. It's a rocket assisted blimp at best. Sometimes they, you know, they launch, they don't launch anything. Sometimes they launch a miniature. You're too far away to tell the size. So you really don't know. Um, But those are blimps. And if you watch the tank, when it disconnects, it's floating in the sky like a Macy's Day Parade balloon, right? I have videos that will show you all of it. You know, I could pull up a video right now if you want. You want to go Jesus. I'm just, I'm just trying to process it. So so let's yeah. let's talk about let's talk about this. Let's talk. You want to talk about the space station? Uh, well, I was gonna say that when Joe Rogan had this this. No boy. Oh, Joe Rogan lied to his mother to don't, sell his soul. Don't ruin, don't ruin it for me, please, please. I'm a very big Joe Rogan fan. <laughs> so he, he had this astronaut on, the bald guy. I forgot his oh name. Oh my god, Mark Kelly. Yeah, yeah and he asked him the shit on Earth. He said he's married to Gabby Gifford, the one that got fake shot in the head. Okay. He he said he said Joe asked him. He said. Because one time he, he's like, I went up there one time and there wasn't this window. And then I came back the next time and the, the window was there. And Joe Rogan said, who put who put the window there? And he was like, uh, uh, he like freaked out and he just changed the subject. And there was also, I, I talked to Mark about it. There was a, this, this, I forgot the story that they wrote that there was a hole in the space station, but then if there yeah. was the vacuum, where what, what would happen with the hole? What caused the hole? You know what I mean? Maybe there isn't a vacuum because it's not real, right? And if you really think about it, when have they shipped up parts for the space station? What year was it even built? And I don't even know that shit. So there was a hole that that had hit the space station um, just uh, like last year, a couple of years ago. I forget how far long ago it was. And Mark Kelly, no, um, I forget which astronaut, um, tweeted a picture of it, okay? Um, it was, um, whatever his name is, I'm pulling up a picture. So he tweeted a picture of it, and they fixed it with duct tape and gum, right? Yeah. He fixed this hole from the infinite vacuum with duct tape and gum. Well, guess what? That hole is the album cover of a band that was ta- out 10 years earlier, Okay. It's that one of them is the one Mark Kelly tweeted. And the other one is an album cover from 10 years earlier. Wait, wait. So, because it, it says they're 24, released 2014. 2014. Okay, 2014, whatever. And, what and it all happened just a couple years ago. That's the same well, photo, right? This is, yeah, I mean, it looks the same. But okay. here's you know, the thing. It doesn't look the same. Rephrase that sentence. It is the same. <laughs> Okay, it's the same picture. It's the same picture. NASA is lying again. They lie about everything. But if they're so sophisticated, why would they fuck up with that? I mean, this is what David I talks about, that they're not that bright. Check this out. They fucked up like that. I'm I'm thinking that they did it on purpose because they're laughing. Because guess what? They put this out. This This alone should destroy NASA 100%. They get $65 million a day still. Even though Elon Musk took over with SpaceX, they still get $65 million a day. I don't know what the hell they're doing. 
Um, this should destroy NASA, but people don't care. Let, so Tesla put his fucking car into space. Is that pretty cool? That's pretty cool, right? It's pretty badass. Yeah. All right. So are are there any Tesla showrooms in the world? Of course. Yeah. They're, they're all over the place. Tesla showrooms, worldwide company. Don't you think they'd have a friggin' poster of that in the showroom? Hey, this car went into space. Yeah. Coolest friggin' ad campaign ever. Don't you think it should be on the cover of Omni Magazine, Time Magazine, Newsweek, you know, Popular Science, National Geographic? It's not in any magazine. It's not in any car dealership. It's nowhere. They want to bury those pictures so fast because it's all bullshit. You don't send that car up and then not use that. That's an impossibility. I thought I saw it on a magazine cover. It was like the Times magazine. You did not. I didn't. You know, it's possible that it was on one magazine cover, but it wasn't on the big boys, right? And that nobody covered it because it was such crap. You know, people say, you know, well, what about the space station? They're 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 floating. They're playing with stuff in augmented reality. You know, look, look, check us out. I'm on the space station. (laughs) I'm floating on the space station. Okay. Yeah. And then they have things in augmented reality. They have contact lenses and sometimes just monitors and they can manipulate things in space, right? It's not a theory. They do that. We have even caught them passing something and the guy was passing his hat and the guy missed it and he thought he had it and he put it on the shelf, but he missed oh, it. Oh, God. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get you. Is and, this and, why these astronauts get so butthurt when people call them out on it? Who was it? Lance Armstrong or something? Not Armstrong. Um, there was this astronaut that punched somebody in the face. Oh, yeah, yeah. Neil, Neil, was it Neil Armstrong? Neil, um, Neil Armstrong. Yeah, yeah. So he said, I want you to swear that you walked on the moon. Put your hand on the Bible. And these guys won't do that because they, they yeah. know the, the, the by putting their hand on the Bible. He said, I'll give $5,000 cash right now. He had the money in his hand. Just swear on the Bible that he walked on the moon and then you can give it to a charity. How nice is that? Would not do it. And he like would not out of him. Yeah. yeah. Would not do it. Um, another guy, uh, David, uh, David Nunez, Rodriguez, David Rodriguez, I was interviewing and he's, he, uh, he's a professional uh, boxer and he met uh, Buzz, Buzz Aldrin Mm-hmm. And uh, he knew that the moon landing was fake. And he goes, hey, he got Buzz like semi alone for a minute. He goes, hey, Buzz. He goes, I know you never went to the moon. I know you went to the moon. And Buzz smiled at him, patted him on the back and goes, you're a smart kid. And he walked away. Yeah, but how much credibility do these stories have? It's like Alex Jones talking about Buzz Aldrin, how he told him about the monolith, you know? Yeah, yeah no, I, I, I get it. Um, you know, you can tell stories all day, but... Uh, it's, you know, if you went to the moon, you're the first guy on the moon. And not only did you go to the moon, you bought a fucking dune buggy and a set of golf clubs. You played golf. You rode a dune buggy. You had a great time. You're hopping all around. You came back to Earth. Would you be psyched? Yeah, I mean, I've seen the pictures where they're just yeah. like, you know. Would like, you be? Would you be? I'd be this, fucking stoked. Would you be this stoked? <laughs> So, man, I want to get into into. Obviously, you said that these, the Venus might be a a a star from another system outside of the the ring. The Nordics also have a had a peculiar system of what they interpreted the world to be, almost sort of a flat Earth model. Really, if you can't, you know, it's a disc, and then you have the different worlds. 
up above that. Where do you stand when it comes to the multiverse and different dimensions and all this stuff and aliens, the greys, Bigfoot? What, where do they play a role in in flat in, in the flat Earth model? So you know, aliens. You know, people say those are demons or whatever. Aliens and extraterrestrials, two different things. Extraterrestrials come from the extra terra beyond Antarctica. Um, that makes perfect sense to me. Uh, you know, they could be from the lands beyond Antarctica. That uh, they probably speak English. They can get here in a day trip. You know, it's not it's not a a, a big thing. Um, you know, Bigfoot. I haven't seen any, but you know, uh, one of uh, our fellow researchers who lives in the boondocks of uh, South Carolina, she said she's has experienced uh, some things, and she did a great video um, exposing, um, you know, possible Bigfoot or, or whatever. So again, I probably believe it. I have no proof. It's not something I can really speak to um, with any any solid information. And then. So if the if the round earth model is fake, what else is fake as far as because I mean this can drive a, a a person insane. I mean I could see why you would say one one what is it one video a day or one video a week is it one video a day one video a day and and it'll it'll wake you up to this reality. Here's the problem again. People don't like change, you know, and and flat earth rips your entire floor out from underneath you. But once you get over the being pissed, you know, people say, you know, there's nothing I could show you, Dave, that would convince you you're never willing to change your mind. Well, well guess what? I changed my mind. I used to believe in the frigging globe. Right. I, I made the biggest change in history, um, you know, because I, I realized I didn't know anything about the globe. So, you know, people that defend the globe first, they think flat Earth is a disk in space with other circular planets, global, you know, spherical planets. That's nonsense. It's nothing like what we think. They think that the earth is rising to cause the gravity. That's not true. That's flat earth society nonsense. Um, they, uh, they, they don't know how big the earth is. They don't know how fast it's spinning. They don't know all the motions of the earth. Do you, do you know the motions of the earth? No. So the motions of the earth um, are crazy. On the, on the spinning ball earth, do you know how fast the earth is spinning? At uh, a crazy amount. Uh, a thousand yeah, miles per hour at the equator. A thousand miles per hour. So that means when you're watching the sunset, you have to believe that you're falling over backwards faster than the speed of sound, and that's making the sun appear to go down. Okay? That's the slowest motion of what I'm going to tell you. While you're spinning faster than sound, you're orbiting the sun at 66,600 miles per hour. Do you know how fast that is? And the answer is you absolutely do not because no. you can't even fathom that speed. Yeah, I can't comprehend that. While, nobody can. While you're orbiting and spinning, you are chasing the sun like a comet and the sun's going at a half a million miles per hour. And all of the other planets are keeping up orbiting the sun while it's shooting through the sky. And that entire system is moving sideways at one to two million miles per hour. Yeah. Okay? yeah it's a clusterfuck. It's a clusterfuck. And everything remains the same everything uh you know if you go out tonight and look at the stars in the sky the the fixed stars not the wandering stars um and you uh mark where they are at like midnight or whatever time and then go out next year at this exact same time or any year in the future or in the past those stars will be in the exact same position okay 
So that wouldn't happen night to night in this beehive spiraling out of control, insane, uh, you know, heliocentric system that they tell us we live in. Here's the problem. It's called the two body, the three body problem. NASA has um, what's called the three body problem. You have the sun, which is this giant gas ball that somehow coalesced and created this infinite amount of gravity. And then to 93 million miles away is the earth. That's like if the sun was a, uh, one of those yoga balls, the earth is a marble, like a mile away. Okay. It, that it, That's insane. Somehow the earth is falling around the sun because the sun's gravity is holding it, but it's falling around the sun because that's yeah. the definition of gravity. So, that's gravity's holding on, and uh, NASA can make a model on a computer. Hey, I got this ball here. I got this. Has this much gravity? This one has this much gravity, and the model works perfectly. Then you add a third body, any size body that has any gravity into the system, and the entire system falls apart. Yeah. Okay. It, it all that out of equilibrium. Apart. Yeah. So while we're orbiting the sun, the Earth grabbed onto this moon, and this moon is falling in the opposite direction around the Earth. And it's holding it. What happens when the moon gets in between the sun and the earth? The sun's magical gravity ignores the moon and yeah. just holds on to the earth. And the, the earth holds on to the moon. That's ridiculous bullshit. And you couldn't sell that as a B-rated movie, right? Why doesn't the sun rip the moon away? Why does it even just tug on the moon a little bit? You know, we got all these other giant planets in our solar system. When they all line up, how come that gravity doesn't just tug the moon a little bit out of position and change what's going on? The sky is a perfect clock, okay? A clock isn't a beehive, you know, where bees are flying in every different direction. A clock is a precise mechanism. Did you know that eclipses go on an 18-year and I think 11-day cycle, and then they repeat again and again and again? No, I didn't know that. They are on a cycle, like the wheels on a clock, okay? They mark, um, they mark time. So we're, we're on the, the sky clock is, is a precise marking of seasons, times, ages. Supposedly yeah. uh, on December 21st, we're going into a new age. You know, there's yeah. a the age of Aquarius. What's that? Is that the age of Aquarius? Is that what they talk about? Maybe, you know, again... You know, and, and these things don't happen like that. You know, that the, the, nothing, I'd say nothing is going to happen that day, but it's the clicking over. It's like when you wake up in the morning, it's like, all right, you have to get up at six o'clock or whatever. Then you're alarmed. The 21st alarm. of this month? The 21st of December to 2020. This is the change. Seriously. Yeah, this is uh, a, a once in a, not even a lifetime, way longer than a lifetime. So, What's going on? You know, what are the elite of the elite hiding? Maybe it's a time where we, you know our brains are going to um, you know awaken a more, and they're trying to keep us in fear, and they're limiting our oxygen with these masks, and they're giving us vaccines that could stop us be, from being able to think properly. Who the frig knows what's going on? Um, but this is all about control. Um, this is why they're hiding flat earth because they don't want people to know that we are, we are literally spiritual souls having a journey at, in this realm. And they want us to believe that we're insignificant, you know, accidents that happened in the middle of a godless or distant God universe. Well, I, I named my last episode 
COVID-19 the new religion because yeah. I feel it is. I mean, it, it, it's what we all think about 100% of the time that we're, we're, we're now it's, it's, it's engulfed our lives for the last almost year. Yeah. And maybe perhaps maybe they've kept us inside so they can do maintenance on this whole system maybe. of projection, right? Maybe. So, what, and I have a question for you. What would it take for you to, let's say that, okay, let's say that they got the math wrong, but they have the model correct. And I'm talking about the round earth model. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know um, what I mean? It's, maybe it's, it's not going at a thousand miles an hour. Whatever. Listen, listen, proving NASA is a fraud doesn't prove the earth is flat. It just shows you that NASA is a fraud and yeah. that, you know, they're, they're the main portrayers of the globe. Um, there is no curvature. Okay, we can we our, our optics have outrun their lies. We can we've used lasers, mirror flashes with the sun. Um, we've used uh, microwaves, just visual zooming in on stuff. We can see too far. We can see where uh, one foot above the water, calm water, um, the horizon should be one point nine miles away, yeah. but we can see water beyond known distances like an oil rig or, or a wind turbine uh 15 miles away where there yeah. should be a hundred feet of curvature okay you shouldn't be able to see the water but not only we can see the water beyond them the surface of the water beyond them right stuff like this picture behind me convinces people that there's a space station okay but this was taken in a swimming pool all right this was taken in a swimming pool and they just drop in backgrounds Okay, it's nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> oh, here's the thing: people don't want to believe. You know, they they're like, "Oh, what about uh, you know uh, Felix Baumgarten and the space jump?" Or, right yeah. here's Felix Baumgarten. This is what they aired. But you know, he did another jump, uh, two other test jumps, and they didn't have the fisheye lens. They had a regular lens that showed a flat Earth. This is planet New Mexico. If you look at all the features on the ground, this is all New Mexico. Planet New Mexico covers a, more than a third of the Earth, it looks like. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and no, I, I watched that jump, and, and I was thinking, I was looking at the same thing. I was like, oh, look, you can see yeah, the Yeah, and, and he all. said, it's all the curvature of the Earth, but we've pushed them where the high priest of scientism, Neil deGrasse Tyson, has even come out now saying, yeah, because, because of this picture, because we've exposed it, he's like, no, he didn't see the curve of the earth. That that's a wide angle lens. He had to own it so it wouldn't, you know, yeah, make them look like they're lying. Um, you know, think about this: the earth is spinning to the east. It spins to the east. He went up for three and a half hours. So if it spins to the east, east yeah. it should land out in the west in the ocean. Okay, but he landed east of where he took off from, a couple hundred miles. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. And 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 so let's say they offered you, David. They offered you a trip up into space to go let's to the space. They, Would they you take offered it? you a uh, um, a vaccine, perhaps. <laughs> no, no, that, that you're going to get offered. Um, let's say they offered to um, give you a. I, I don't know. Giving you a second head is more realistic than offering to get me into space. Um, of course, yes, I would do it. But no, you can't. Think about this. How come they're training in pools for astronauts, which is the opposite of space, yeah. and they're not testing them in a vacuum chamber? Why don't they put an astronaut in a spacesuit and then put them in that vacuum chamber that they have, that multi-billion dollar vacuum chamber, whatever it costs? 
Um, the, pro- the reason is because they tried it once. They put an astronaut into a chamber. And before the thing was half empty, the astronaut said his tongue started to boil and he passed out. Almost yeah, it's died. like when, when you bring a fish up from the bottom of the ocean. It, right. But, yeah, no, it, it's – I'm just – again, I like to play devil's advocate. I like to to look at everything from all different points right. of views as Remember far as – Remember all the motions I told you? All those motions are going on, right? Yeah. And, and people say, well, we're already going – you know, if you're in an airplane, you don't feel the motion. Well, if you're in an airplane, I say take off the friggin' outer shell of the airplane – double the speed of the airplane and then drop five miles every minute because that's what you're doing on the spinning earth right and tell me if you feel it okay yeah of course with all those motions and we get this okay we get this think about this look at this this is a glass water lake reflecting a perfect mirror image because the earth doesn't move if it moved a fraction of an inch stuff like this wouldn't exist yeah no i i'm with you on that and as far as like how i talked about earlier about different groups throughout history having different narratives like i've talked about the gnostics a lot where they literally believe that every the reason i asked you about the different dimensions is because they believe that every celestial body and it's every orbit was a different dimension and for all we know i mean behind that wall it could potentially be maybe a different dimension, right? We won't ever know because we can't ever go out there. You know what I mean? And, oh, yeah. And the- we, we, we forgot to get into it. Um, So I did a talk. Um, It's on my YouTube, D-I-T-R-H. Uh, it's on the my playlist called um, D-I-T-R-H Interviews. But if you just, if you search uh, the outward flow of civilizations, uh, D-I-T-R-H, I did a talk with Sophia Smallstorm where, and again, we're theorizing, but a lot of it makes sense. And there's a lot of uh, literature that, supports it that um over time our sun you know the the sun that used to be here was mars and venus and it moved outwards and the people moved outwards with it and then the north froze over again and a new sun was born helios our sun was in the center and now it oscillates in between the two tropics and people are moving outwards with it maybe one day there'll be another sun that pops up in the north right now supposedly the inner north is uh, is um, Mercury, is the sun there, and that'll start moving out, and we'll have to migrate outwards with it. You know, maybe that's where all of the these uh, you know the the Incas and uh, the uh, the um, Sumerians and uh, you know all these ancient civilizations they moved outwards, and we wouldn't know because we're divided by these barriers. Um, you know, first the ice barrier, but there could be some sort of um, energetic barrier that we can't get through some people believe that energetic barrier is going to open up on december 21st and you'll be able to chance go in between realms yeah i have my my thoughts on on all these groups that that disappear or appear like we don't even know where the egyptians came from or where they went right who took them out well the hyksos who the fuck were the hyksos ah nomadic group okay what happened to the incas what happened to the aztecs what happened to the mayans oh we i mean they kind of you know and so, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I, I'm 100% on board with you. I'm still on the fence about the whole flat earth because I, I you know, right. like I said. Before, before we wrap it up, because I got I to gotta cut out soon. Um, give me your number one proof that we live on a globe. Just, just one. <laughs> Even your number seven proof. Right? <laughs> this is what's going to happen. 
that you're having cognitive dissonance. You don't want to. It's all the motions, David. It's all the motions going on. I can't think straight. I, I, I don't know, man. It's it's so, so, so listen, you're saying that you believe the earth is round, but uh, a sphere. But yeah. you can't give me one reason. Isn't that a problem? I mean, I could give you multiple reasons, but you one you, reason, not multiple. One. Go ahead. One. NASA told me. NASA told you. <laughs> so I proved to you that NASA's liars. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Come on. Give me no, I agree one, with you on that. No, one reason. I'm holding your feet to the fire here. Give me one reason. I can't give it to you, David. Okay. You're a flat earther. Deal with it. Maybe Deal I'm in it. denial. Maybe. Maybe. The I, like, I like the hollow earth model. show. Is it the, the flat earth Juan show? No, no. Definitely yes. not. <laughs> I'm going to announce that I was on the flat earth Juan show. No, you better not. <laughs> You're gonna put I'm going to make you a new logo, too. I'll send it to you. So, I mean, dude, I, I, I'm hearing you out, man. I'm, I'm just give me time to digest it. But like I said, uh, it's, it's a lot of years of indoctrination. Obviously, there's, there's, there's religion and everything that comes into play. But I, I'm more of let's start a hollow earth society. Can we do that? I, you know what? I'm all down with the uh, underworlds. You know, the underworlds and overworlds, the seven layers. That's, there yeah. could be seven heavens above yeah. us. Um, yeah. I don't know. You know, there, there's. Maybe when these things go up and they can't go through it, they're hitting that other world above us and we're just on this fucking... Exactly. We're in this plane and there's other denser worlds below us. Again, I don't know. If somebody said, hey, you, uh, I know the answer. You have to pick. Is there an underworld or is there not an underworld? And you win a million bitcoins, okay? You And, and I would... I, and, or you get nothing if you get it wrong. I would say, yes, there's an underworld. Yeah, okay? I believe that. I, but I can't prove it. I can't prove it. Yeah. I but, mean, um, again, so so to wrap this up, David, because this is this has been an interesting, interesting yeah, episode. Totally interesting. And, and with this information, what are we supposed to do with it? What are we? Go, where do we go from here? What's what next? So once you realize that the elite are lying to you, once you start to understand that they have no power over you, that they can't force you to do anything, once you understand that you are in their system and you're supporting their system, you can stop. You can stop giving your power away. You can take your power back. Like my whole life has changed and I couldn't have told you how it was going to change when this happened, but my entire life has changed. I mean, I'm happier than ever. Things are amazing in this ridiculous year of 2020. Um, if everyone woke up, but not even everyone, if enough people woke up to flat earth tomorrow, the governments are done. They, they you know, people would probably hang them from light posts, right? They'd be done. They have no power. What would happen? You they know, all the, all the stores in New York City are closed. What if every store owner and every person in New York City said, fuck you, they opened the stores, they went to restaurants, they did everything. What, what are they going to do? What are yeah. they going to do? There's okay. more of us are the many. They are the few. So what's next? Stop complying. Stop complying. Right? They can't do anything to you unless you agree. Right? And and so the, the, the goal is, you know, stop. It's not time to be on the fence anymore. It's time to get off the fucking fence and talk to your friends and family. It's time to, you know, help wake them up. And, you know, I've woken people up to all these false flag events and stuff, but they go right back to sleep. You wake someone up to flat earth, they're done. You're sleepless, by the way. You're going to get my app. You're going to start watching those videos. And then you're going to rename your show, The Flat Earth Juan Show. 
I think being a flat earther is like being a Trump supporter. It's just frowned upon on in society. So, so don't call yourself a flat earther. Call yourself a ball earth skeptic. A ball, you know, whatever. I'm like I mentioned earlier before we we got on the show, I'm I'm a skeptic of the fabric of reality itself. Who the fuck knows if at the end of the day we're this brain in some vat jar somewhere and it doesn't matter. And that's that's actually the flat earth. And this is just a simulation. Here's my, here's my take on it. We have a, a main soul in our body and other souls, but our main soul uh, came here with a journey. Had an I had a say, hey, I want to go to this amusement park called Earth and have this journey and expand my um, expand myself by having new experiences. Through gnosis, as the Gnostics, they, they were yeah. right the whole time. They understood that consciousness came first. So, so we're here, um, and if you get lost. If your conscious mind gets lost and you separate from your soul, you're going to have a bad time. Your health is going to diminish. Your, you know, your soul's health is going to diminish. You're going to have a rough, stressful life. But if you align with your soul's journey, everything will work out for you. Everything will. Okay. Because your soul knew what was going on. You know, you decided to come here and you, I mean, your soul, but you're having this experience um, and you have free will and you don't, you know, consciously, we don't really remember what this place is. So yeah. having this journey um, and when you reconnect with it, when you realize you're standing on solid ground, that you're not spinning in space, immediately you're more powerful. I mean, if you I don't know if you meditate, but try, you know, meditating on all of the spinnings and whirling and twirlings and rocketing of the earth. Imagine all those motions and try not to throw up, then shake it off and meditate again that you were on the foundation the basement of the universe stationary protected you know created and immediately your power level rises and i believe that's that's a great way to end it david so remember everybody you you have the divine spark fucking use it and i've I've mentioned this before stand up to the man and as a collective consciousness we can we can make a difference in the world and and everybody take the flat earth app challenge Get the app, share it with your friends. There's a share button in there. You can also gift it to your friends. You can just scan this QR code right here or uh, just search Flat Earth Clock app. Maybe I'll give you a link. You can put it in the description. Yeah. And just remember, you can lead some. You can lead a man to flat water, but you can't make him think critically about the shape of the earth. And that was David Weiss, everybody. Hey, David, thank you for reaching out. Thank you for being on the show, man. I did have a lot of fun with this. And I mean, I learned today that I'm a... Um, in a in the closet flat earther apparently so you know i'll you know come it. out eventually <laughs> so i appreciate your time thank you david and send me your link so i can post them in the description of the I episode will do. appreciate it thank you man all right see you bye